Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of The Golf Show right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We're coming to you this morning from, uh, I guess we can call it historic, Hannestown Golf Club, um, just outside Greensburg. Um, this is, uh, as I was telling Gus a little while ago, this is 10 minutes from my house. Uh, I've played a bunch of golf here over the years. Uh, it's a great place. It, it always has been known for the quality of its greens, and I think that still, that still holds. And we're going to talk more uh, about Hannestown as we go throughout the show. This has been a big year for them, and, and uh, we'll touch on that with Craig, Man- Craig Mankins, uh, the pro. Um, we're going to start a little differently than maybe we normally do um, by going to the PGA earnings report, which is brought to you by Duncan Financial Group, making it all work together. So the financial group is, is the guys you expect it would be. Uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, has played in 15 events. He's won $7.2 million, and he has two wins. Roy McElroy has played in 14 events, won $6.9 million, and has two wins. And Matt Kuchar, the walking, talking ATM machine, has $6.1 million in 17 events, and he has two wins. But the guy I want to focus on and, and um that was our official uh, PGA earnings report brought to you by Duncan Financial Group, making it all work together. I want to talk to you a little bit about, and I don't know if you saw this story, uh, I want to talk to you about a guy named Zach Sucher. Um, he's won $689,325,000. And 633000 of that came last week at the Travelers Championship where he finished in a tie for second with Keegan Bradley. So you're saying, okay, what? What's with this guy? Well, he is a prime example of what golf fans, whether they're casual golf fans or the real uh, rabid golf fans, that fly below the radar. Um, And mostly that's because they haven't played enough or played enough or played well enough to win the kind of money that these these big guys do. So, um, Zach hasn't won since 2009 at any level. He made the putt to finish second. And that took him um, from, if I remember correctly, from 600 and something on the uh, official world golf rankings to 126th. So that's what happens when you make that kind of money. You, you shuffle up and down. But, but that's not the story. <laughs> this kid was in such bad financial shape. 
And that goes against everything you think about with the PGA Tour. You say PGA Tour, and you think big money. Well, he was in such bad place, and he hasn't been married all that long. But he and his wife um, were struggling. Uh, They were starting to not have money to pay the bills. So what they decided to do was uh, take out two interest-free credit cards. And if necessary, they would max them out to live on. When they maxed them out, then they were going to let them sit, and they'd have 12 months to pay them off. And he said, hopefully in 12 months, we'd be in a position where we could pay them off. He said, but (laughs) there's the other side. And he said, we don't want to think about that. But they could have been in a position where they couldn't pay them off. And then to be... Even that have been even worse for them. So this six hundred and thirty-three dollars, uh, or six hundred thirty-three thousand that he won, now he's he's going to pay off the credit cards, whatever bills he has, and and he's, and I suppose he's <laughs> he has that same expression on his face where he just can't wrap his head around how one week of golf can change his life forever. Now, we all have our our issues. We all have our problems. It's not easy for any of us un, unless you've got a big bank account. So we have to be careful what we do and how we do things and not do things that we shouldn't do. I'm guessing Zach Sucher earned a, or learned a, a very big lesson over these last several months. Um, And I'm guessing he's not going to be going out buying cars and, um, um, you know, putting money down on a new house. I'll bet he's going to be very careful now, and and he's going to mature in a big hurry. Um, That's just, that that story struck me when I first read it, and, and it still strikes with me because, no, you know, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, the guys I just read, Kepka, McIlroy, and Kuchar. They don't worry about stuff like that. They go, you know, they, they, they get in their Bentley and, and go to dinner. But this is real life, you know? And, and there's a lot of guys out there who are in real life. They're, they're not in the, the fantasy part of this. Um, that's, not for, that's not for many. That's, that's for the, the few who are at the top of, of, of the game. But... I don't know why this stuck with me. Um, it's, a, it's a cool story, but it's, it's a, I guess, kind of a slap in the face, a kind of a reality to, to, to know that maybe you're not the only one in the world who has, who has issues. Um, and here I just found this. He rose to 126 in the FedEx Cup. He's 147th in the official world golf rankings. Nine weeks ago, he was 2,045th in the world golf rankings. So he's jumped up uh, 1,800 spots. And wonderful for him. I'm tickled to death, and I hope he goes and, and, and has a nice season. But, you know, he could very well be one of those who this was his week, and he got it going. Unfortunately, he couldn't finish. And win the thing, which would have been even better because he'd have got 1.2 or something. Um, but th- this is good because 
you know, I watched the interview on, on online, and you can see in his face, there was, there was big relief. Uh, and it's got to be tough playing golf that way. You know, you can't blow any shots because every shot you blow is money. Um, he said, I can't even wrap my head about it, to be honest. Um, two months ago, we were talking about taking out extra loans on our house. Anyway, I just thought that story was interesting. It, 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 um, it really rang um, in my head. And people would say, some of my friends would say, well, there's lots of room in there for things to ring. But we're not going to get into that. Um, what else is happening? Well, for the first time in 275 years, Muirfield Golf Club, not the one in Dublin, Ohio, but the one in Scotland, they have formally invited uh, a dozen women to join their club. All men's club for all these years. Now, and, and of course, the reason is funny, because when we went through that stage where there were a lot of protests about these clubs that had no women members, Muirfield um, stood fast. Now, we're, we're, uh, we're not going to do that. We, we control our membership. Outside people don't. Kind of sounds like the Masters. But the Masters relented, and, and they, they started dividing, including women members. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So in 2016, the Royal and Ancient removed Muirfield from the open rotation. Um, because of those exclu- exclusionary practices. Um, so they couldn't get a, U- or a, a British Open. Now, that's a very big deal over there for that, you know, that club. 275 years old, and they're not getting, getting an Open. Um, and, of course, they spin it. Uh, who was this guy? Alistair Campbell, the captain of the Honorable Company of Edinburgh Golfers. And you can almost hear him talking. He said, this marks a milestone in the club's illustrious history. And we look forward to welcoming all of our new members to share in the great values and traditions of our club. We are proud of our rich history, but we're equally excited for its future and the part of all of our new, all of our new members will play in the club's cherished traditions. Ah, what he's saying is, they held a gun to our head. We had no choice. We want the British Open here. And uh, so they'll get back in now and everybody be happy for a little bit. Um, this week uh, is the U.S. Senior Open out at Notre Dame at the course out there. And I wish I could have found out the answer to this question, but I don't know why that course was chosen. That's not one of the great courses in our country. Um the seniors play a lot of really good courses, um, but they're playing this one. It's it's pretty mundane. You watch it on TV. There's nothing that jumps out at you, but they're there. And um, Steve Steve Stricker is leading the barrage that is uh, blowing that place up. He's put together two rounds of 62 and 64. His 14 under par 126 is a career low by four shots, and it sets a new 36-hole scoring record in U.S. Open history. Uh, but there are a lot of low scores. Um, but the guy that I am 
I am tickled about and with is Tom Watson. He's 69 years old. And you remember, may remember, wow, could that actually have been 2009? I think it was. Uh, or 2000, 2008 or 2009. He was in, if he had made one putt, he would have won the British Open at 59 which would have been remarkable, one of the big upsets of all time. So 69-year-old Tom Watson this week has bettered his age two days in a row. He shot 69 the first day, shot 68 yesterday, made four birdies coming in in a row. And now he's, uh, um, he's, he's tied for 16th, 69-year-old guy. And um, he's... Um, this is the tenth time that he has bettered his age. You just think about that for a little bit. That's a remarkable thing to do, and it's great for him. Um, he's been on this show a couple times, um, and I saw him when he was at Fox Chapel for one of those senior uh, PGA events, and I mentioned to him that he had been on the show, and he remembered. Well, he said he did. He was very cordial. Um, he was one of the boy. He was one of the bulldogs out there when he played on the pga tour and um pretty cool guy there are a lot of good guys in golf aren't there as one of my buddies walks by anyway um the other thing and and we will talk about the senior open uh a little later uh, with one of the guys who um played first two rounds that didn't make the cut uh but i also wanted to mention that uh, rachel rohanna from waynesburg um she is playing in the Prasco Charity Championship in Cincinnati on the Symmetra Tour. And she's in a tie for fifth after shooting a first round of 69 uh, there yesterday. Um, she, needs a, she needs a good event to, to get her started. She really hasn't gotten off to much of a start. And here we are in July, so um, that would be really good for her. Um, we have a couple big local uh, events this coming week. Uh, the West Penn Amateur will be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And uh, Terry Teasdale is going to come on with us, the executive director of the West Penn Golf Association. We're going to talk about that. And we also have the return of the Pittsburgh Open, which was here a long time ago and then turned into the Frank Fuhr Invitational. Uh, 96 local players will tee it up on Monday at Sewickley Heights Golf Club. And um, they're, they're getting a chance to play. And this is a result of when Frank's tournament started to evolve into this national thing that it's, it's gotten to be. Um, he started inviting more mini-tour players, players from around the country. And also... <clears throat> which has been controversial, but Frank knows about controversy. Um, If a player qualified for a national tournament, like, I don't know, the National Club Pro Championship, and one of our guys qualified for that, if they went and played in that, then they were banned for participating in Frank's tournament. So, by the last couple years, by the time they rolled around, there were virtually no local players in, in this event. It's become a national event. And um, 
you know, these guys made their decision. They knew what Frank's rules were, for better or worse. That they, they knew he said from the start what the way it's going to be. So I think he finally, I think he may have started to feel bad a little bit. So he sponsored this other event and um, two days. Uh, I think first prize, and I should have written that down. I think it's ten thousand dollars to the winner, and that's a big deal for a local local club pro. So that's next week. Um, so we'll have plenty to talk about, and we'll do. We're going to do that after our first break of the day, and we'll get a twenty twenty sports update during that break. And when you come back, uh, like I said, we'll talk to Terry Teasdale and, and you know throw some numbers at you and some knowledge at you, tells you how big the West Penn Amateur is. All right, you're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 